Hello coloring book friends and welcome to this episode of Passionista Colorista coloring book podcast and welcome to today's interviewer Matilda Furness. Thank you. Matilda Sister Ister on Instagram. Yes. Admin of three coloring groups on Facebook. Yes, I do. I have a um, fantasy and fairy tales coloring group and then Maria Trolle and uh, Lena Furberg. And uh, I did an episode with you uh, uh, quite a long time ago. So if you haven't listened to that, you can go and listen and learn more about Matilda. But this episode is actually a bit different from the others because (laughs) I'm not going to ask the questions. You are. Yes, I'm going to ask the questions (laughs) because we want to get to know you. Yes, you say that. And somehow I started to listen to you and said, okay, you can do this. You can interview me for the podcast. But I think it's a bit embarrassing. I've been I've been nagging you till you broke down. (laughs) So you can say say it like that. (laughs) I think it's kind of uh, it feels uh, kind of scary but also fun to try this. So yeah, this episode is going to be about me. Name? Isabel. Name on Instagram? Passionista Colorista. Age? Uh, 44. Family? I have a husband and a 12-year-old. And lives in... Umeå, Sweden. Favorite pencils? Oh, I think it's Polychromos and uh, Prismacolor. I can't choose. Uh, favorite coloring books? Everyone says it's a hard question, and it is. Uh, if I had to choose, I think right now it's Seasons Coloring Book by Hannah Carlson. Yeah, well, should I start with my questions? Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, so tell me, when did you start with coloring books and why? I colored in children's coloring books before this trend started, but I got my first adult coloring book 2015 from my husband, and it was Daydreams by Hannah Carlson. Yeah, I colored some pictures in, but not so many because I didn't have have so much time and I didn't think it was that fun. But the summer of 2016, I bought a cheap magazine coloring book. You know what I mean? These uh, cheap coloring mm-hmm. books in, at, yeah. where that you can buy where you buy groceries. And uh, I bought Triplus Fine Liner and Triplus Color, I think they called. They are a bit broader. So after that, I started to mm-hmm. color every day. That summer, I colored every day in that cheap coloring book that I was not afraid of ruining. And it was these bright, happy colors immediately. Uh, yeah. But how did you find coloring and, and why did you start? When my son was younger and he sat with his, uh, uh, he didn't like to color, but he liked other 
dot to dots and things like that. But all the books he had had coloring pages that he didn't like to color in. So I could do that. So I sat a lot and colored with him. And uh, yeah, I think I said (laughs) to my husband, oh, this is so cozy. It's so nice. So yeah, Uh, (laughs) I liked it a lot. And then you found the Hannah Carlson yeah, book. Yeah, then I got the Hannah Carlson book, which was gorgeous. But uh, I think it was a bit too gorgeous for me. Uh, and then I bought this cheap book that I wasn't afraid to ruin and start to color every day. And this happened the same year I got sick. Uh, I told about this the first episode. So I had a lot of time home mm. alone. I think I was sick may- maybe seven months that year so I had a lot of time home alone Uh, so yeah that was when my craziness (laughs) grew even more crazy (laughs) so how long did it take you to to dare color in the Hannah Carlson hmm after that I can't remember I mean I have a lot of coloring books uh and I don't remember when I bought them all. <laughs> and I have a lot of coloring supplies. <laughs> and I know I bought a lot of them that year because I found a Facebook group, a Swedish coloring group on Facebook. And uh, uh, they talked about about a lot of supplies and pens and pencils and showed a lot of gorgeous coloring books. And because I was home and... Uh, well, I was sick, but the economy was not that bad yet uh, in, from, the, from the start. So I was home and I was boring and I had a lot and lot of anxiety. So I get calm by visiting this Facebook page and uh, uh, reading these person's um, texts about their coloring and watching their colorings and buying supplies it was so fun to be home and waiting for this uh, mailbox for for these uh, packages to come to the mailbox it was like yeah I bought a lot of stuff then so I don't remember when I started to color in Hannah Carlson's book again because I started to buy a lot of other coloring books the same year and has your coloring style changed from when you started until now I guess so uh, yes, it has. It has changed a lot. Uh, from start, when I colored in this in daydreams, I pressed really hard with these pencils, these colored pencils, because I wanted the colors to be bright. And I had no idea about the coloring community at that time, and I didn't know that you could color the way you could with pencils. Uh, I just filled in. I just filled in spaces, block coloring. I so after I did that a lot I wanted to try to to make some gradients and some blending and I couldn't do that with these markers so I started to buy and try water-based watercolor markers watercolor pens I want, still wanted to use markers because I wanted these bright colors directly and I had tried uh, to understand this uh, layering technique and holding the pencil very 
soft and not press press too hard with colored pencils but I couldn't fix it it was not looking good and uh, I didn't think it was as much fun as with these markers but do you still use markers a lot not as much because after one year one and a half year I think it was I suddenly realized that now I know how to use colored pencils <laughs> it took me so long time uh, <laughs> Yeah, but then I saw that something changed, that I could layer and I could have hard pressure or light pressure and change that and do good-looking gradients. So I have been using uh, Mm. colored pencils more after that. But yes, I still use them uh, Mm. sometimes when I want to color something a bit quicker or I can use it together with pencils. I can use it on top of pencils for shading. Uh, or I can use it as a base layer and then put pencils on top for shading. So, yes, I still use markers. And uh, did you color as a kid? Yes, I did. I know that I colored and I did this painting by number and dot to dot and things like that. Yeah, I really like to sit and I remember that I did my own magazine. I did that as well. I you did, did that, that too. too. <laughs> I did this small magazines and sold them to my parents. <laughs> you sold them. I don't think I ever showed them to my parents. How much money did you get? Do you remember? Did they pay you? 50 euro, so that's like 10p or maybe something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And uh, do you color every day? Yes. Yes, I think I have colored every day since uh, this obsession started. Uh, Maybe I have had like two days off when I have been too tired. (laughs) Uh, But yes, I need Mm. to color every day because yes. So even on holiday? Yes, I bring a book, uh, at least one book and pencils with me on holidays. You color at work sometimes, don't you? I color at work sometimes too. I work as a researcher, so sometimes I am listening to stuff and then I can sit at my table and and color at the same time. I colored more at work from start when I started to work after I had been sick. When I came back to work, Mm. I... I felt like I needed this book and these pencils and the coloring for, uh, yeah, be able to be there uh, to fix the day. But now it's not that much. But yeah, I colors a bit some days at work, but mostly at home. And where do you sit and color at home? I think I have sat uh, everywhere, almost everywhere in our home. I have my favorite chair in a corner in our living room Uh, and then I can be with my family at the same time but sometimes I sit in uh, another room where I have a desk and but sometimes I also (laughs) sit at the table in our kitchen I sit there a lot too and in the summer I sat outside in the garden and we have this room that is partly outside and partly inside. I've been sitting there and I have colored in my son's bed and I have been coloring in my bed a lot too. So yeah, I color everywhere. 
And where do you have your coloring books? Uh, yeah, where do I have them? I have them a bit here and a bit there. So I have like one third in one bookcase and one third in another bookcase and the rest in another bookcase. So they are like, yeah, spread out. Do you do several whips at a time or do you always have one picture? I used to say that I did one picture at the time, but I have realized that that isn't true. I mostly have at least two, three work whips at the same time going on. Uh, and I think I have a lot of whips that I left a long time ago and I'm not sure I will ever will come back to them. And do you have any that you never will finish? <laughs> yes. I think about one in Daydreams. I think it was the last one I color in that book with colored pencils before I got better at color with colored pencils. Uh, it was a crown mm -hmm. and it had these uh, diamonds or crystals on it. And I had no idea how to color that. So I did uh, an attempt to do gold. But when I came to the crystals, I had no idea how to do them. So I... I didn't. I, I stopped coloring, color it, and after that, I just left it. And now, when I look at it, I know I can could never keep doing it because it's so ugly, and I I can't understand what I what I was thinking and what the what the plan is. So that will never be finished. And uh, how do you choose what to color next? A lot of times, I choose pictures that will fit into a color along on Instagram mostly. I host Color Along sometimes on Instagram, as you mm. know, and I try to join other people's Color Along Colongs too whenever I can and have the time and if there is a picture I feel for. But actually, a lot of times it just happens. Uh, if I f have a book next to me and I open it and I have some pencils around me from some other coloring and have not uh, organized them back in their cases. Then I can just take a pencil and start color before I even know what I have, am doing. <laughs> I did that yesterday uh, and after a while <laughs> I thought, oh no, now I have another whip. <laughs> but I just started something without thinking. So that happens quite a lot too, that I just... I am too tired maybe to keep coloring on a page which is more advanced or I don't have that book close by, close to me, but I see another book. Uh, so I just open a page and start to color something in. So sometimes I choose. It sounds like you can't stop yourself. <laughs> you just have to color. <laughs> Actually, it is like that. <laughs> I just have to color. <laughs> Oh, that's lovely. And how do you choose colors? I have this technique that I call the staring technique. First, I stare at the picture to see if I can see a color uh, visualize itself or that I can see that, yeah, I want this part of the picture to be green. And then I start to color it green. And after I have done the green parts, I stare at it again 
until I see next color and so I do till the picture is done. And do you always use hysteria? Yes, I think I always use it, but lately I can use it uh, like this. Uh, I see a picture and I stare at it and I can see more than one color visualize it. Yeah, so I can I can decide more than one color at the time. So I have been I guess it has to do with all the coloring time I have <laughs> done the last years that uh, now I can plan more in advance. But do you ever think I want this to be very colorful? I want this to be a little bit bleak or I want this to be only three, four colors or I never want it to not to be colorful. All my pictures are colorful. I love colors. They make me happy. And that's why I'm coloring, I think. I, I remember when I when I started to color with these markers that summer when I color all the summer. And I remember how I was noticing that I sat and smile. I sat alone at the desk smiling and I thought, I want to work with this. <laughs> I want to do this all the time. I love this. Uh, I have always tried to use quite a small amount of colors in the same picture. And that's also why I prefer pictures with bigger areas, but not so many details. So I don't have to choose so many different colors. I can just choose maybe five colors and then have different shades of those colors. Mm -hmm. It's easier to make the picture look uh, balanced uh, mm. and uh, I don't have to take so many breaks to stare at the picture and choose color. Uh, <laughs> but lately I have been experimenting with just two different colors and I watched a new picture today in Botanicum and, and uh, had this idea of making it just blue and red. Uh, a bit turquoise maybe so yeah I don't know mostly my colorings are very bright and uh, have a lot of not a lot of color but uh, they are mm. bright and when you start a new picture where where do you start I start with the thing that tells me what color it should be I guess it's the thing I, I think uh, looks most fun to color. I start with that. So if it's a mushroom, I probably will start with a hat because I think the hat of the mushroom is a lot more fun to color than the foot. But you can make a colorful foot. <laughs> yeah, maybe I can, but I don't know. I prefer to do the hat colorful and the, <laughs> the foot less Okay, well, I thought we would talk a little bit about your pods now, mm? and then go back to the coloring. So, um, how come that you started with your pods? I mean, you started with the switch pod. Why? Why did you start with the coloring pod? I was going to start another podcast, actually, in Swedish about creative persons. Uh, before I got sick, but then I got sick and this coloring craziness came and uh, 
after a while I just thought that I still want to start a podcast because I was longing to do something uh, I mean I'm a journalist and I uh, I have a great work but I wanted to do something more uh, free that I could do all the things myself and it was just things that I wanted to do about things I wanted to know more about uh, and it was also a way to be able to talk with people I was inspired by and curious mm. about um, and because because I'm a bit shy <laughs> I think that's also why there are so many people out there that are creative and wonderful and I admire them but I am too shy to talk to them as a private person but if I hide <laughs> behind uh, <laughs> my work or behind this podcast, I can approach them and uh, uh, yeah, talk to them. And I wouldn't dare that, uh, I think. And are you less shy now, now that you're used to it? Uh, I think I'm less shy together with some people. I think that I have worked as journalist for 20 years. I I was really, really shy as a kid. But I think I have trained to be able to talk to people and be... Uh, I can always ask my questions and then I feel safe. And uh, mm. I don't have... To, that's why it's so hard to talk about myself, I think. It's so much easier to ask questions and don't have to... Uh, yeah, I guess I don't think I'm a very interesting person, uh, <laughs> but uh, we are very interested in you. <laughs> <laughs> so you say. <laughs> we'll see. Yes, we are. <laughs> no, I don't feel that shy anymore in the community uh, because it's so warm and so positive and so... I have got so many friends and so much good feedba feedback and... Uh, yeah, I guess also when people have started listening to the podcast and know a bit more about me and uh, know that I exist and like the podcast and things, uh, I don't have to pr to introduce myself all the time. I'm not good at um, entering a room uh, like some people are. I just I want to sneak in and lurk in the behind, and after a while maybe I can say. Hello. <laughs> maybe maybe you could practice at home. You walk into the living room, so hello. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> hello. <laughs> no, it's not it's that. It's just yeah. I guess I'm still a bit shy. <laughs> Besides the the shyness, do you think having the pods have changed other things for you? Oh, I think it's hard for me to separate things from each other because. I mean, I'm just one, the same person. So for me, the coloring, the community, the podcast, uh, my YouTube channel, everything is connected for me. Uh, so it's hard mm -hmm. to say what the pod has done and what, what the rest has done. But this has changed a lot for me, all these things. Mm -hmm. um, I have been home a lot the last uh, 
three years. Uh, I mean, I have been working after I was sick. I started to work again and I feel much better now. Uh, but after I got better, my husband got sick. Mm-hmm. And he also got this uh, stress uh, thing and his brain got tired and he he couldn't work and he couldn't do pretty much anything for a long time. And uh, so the last years I have been home a lot and have not been able to be out so much and met meeting friends and doing things outside house. So I have had a lot of time for coloring and I think the community has been so important to me because they they have been my friends and they um, so I don't I have not felt lonely. I mean, <coughs> sorry, you have a lot of followers on Instagram, uh, but do you have as many followers on the coloring pod? On the pod? Hmm? No, I don't. I think a lot of my followers on Instagram is following me for my color alongs and because I mm-hmm. used to use usually uh, makes a post every month about other people's color alongs on Instagram too. Uh, and I guess some people think that my coloring looks good too, but I think it's a lot for my color alongs. And uh, I think my podcast has been more known lately, maybe after I interviewed Johanna Bassford. Uh, but yeah. it's hard to see. I mean, I, I can see how many followers I have on Podbean and how much they are. the episodes are downloaded from there. But... Podcasts can be listened to in so many different ways on iTunes or in other apps. When I see on Facebook, when you posted about about it, it's maybe five, ten people that like it. Yes. So please go to my Facebook page, Fashionista Colorista, and like the episodes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I don't. I think well, that I. No, no. <laughs> There are a lot more people than five that are listening to the podcast. Yeah, I think around two, three hundred are listening from Podbean, and maybe people, some more are listening on other places. And the episode with with Johanna Besford, there were more than one thousand person that have listened to, so that oh, wow. was way more popular than all the other episodes, of yeah. course. But uh, no, I don't think people are that much on my Facebook page. They are they they are communicating about my podcast mostly on Instagram. I think you already answered the next question, but I'll say it anyway. Which interview have been most exciting for you to do? <laughs> um, actually I I think all the interviews has been very have been very exciting. Uh but of course, I was very nervous before I talked to Johanna Bassford. Uh, it was I was so happy when she said yes, and yeah, uh, it was very exciting. But I think uh, the thing about the the interviews is that you have to be really, uh, really focused when you talk with people like that. 
so you can ask the right questions and you really need to listen to them and I think that I mean I I only talk to people that I'm interested in and I want to know more about so mm. of course I think so that makes me affected <laughs> yeah but of course so uh, I could say something uh, that excited me about every episode and every interview uh, but yes that was kind of special and it was special that uh, last one when Peter Hewitt uh, said yes too I admire her a lot and her coloring so that was huge too of course yeah, she's very famous isn't she yes in, the, in our community yes she is I don't yeah. think she really understand how famous she is but yes she is and do you have any interview that you're extra proud of that you did? No, I can't choose. I can't choose. I actually, a lot of times I feel uh, like I failed when I've just done the interview because I'm so exhausted after. <laughs> yeah, but I'm so exhausted after and mm. I feel like, oh, did I, did I ask the right question? Had I the right energy level? Uh, did I talk too much? Did I talk too little? Uh, it's always about me. <laughs> I always think the <laughs> other one, the per person I interview is perfect and great. Uh, but then when I listen to it and edit it, uh, not the same day, I have to take a break from it. Then mostly it, it feels okay and, and it wasn't that bad. And you can't hear the time I was very tired or things like that. So, no, I'm proud of them all. Do you have any interview where you laughed the most during the interview? That was really, really funny. I must say that I laughed a lot when I talked to Sherry Pipsquick at Instagram, where she told me that she was coloring in her sleep. And I thought she meant that she was dreaming about what, she, what color she should use and things like that. But no, yeah. she actually <laughs> went up and colored in her sleep. And that was so insane. So that made me laugh a lot. Very sleepwalking, but sleep coloring. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was so strange <laughs> and so funny. She was so funny. But it sounds like you've been, I mean, even if you've been exhausted afterwards, it sounds like you've been happy with all the interviews you've done. Yes. Is there anything else about your podcast you want to tell us before we go back to your coloring? No, I don't think so. I, I'm just so super happy that people seems to like it and starts to listening to it. And I hope it will be more spread so people can, can listen to it while they are coloring. And uh, yeah, I want to say that it really means a lot to me when you are contacting me or saying that you have listened to an episode and what you thought about it and things like that. Because even if I I think it's so nice to talk to all these people, it's kind of scary to put it out in the in the reality mm -hmm. to other people. Uh, it's like my baby and I I know I I have worked a long time with uh, journalism uh, but it's still something new and yeah it's so nice to see that people are really listening to it and enjoy it and are taking the time to tell me. That really means a lot to me. Mm. No, I can imagine. It's like when you've been coloring on a picture for two months and no one likes it. <laughs> <laughs>
But I also think it's think think it's important for the people that are joining the podcast because they're not used to being interviewed and it's kind of scary to talk about yourself like that. When you interviewed me the first time, I was quite nervous and I felt I was laughing a lot. <laughs> I'm talking fast, I think. <laughs> it sounded okay anyway. <laughs> yes, it's not yeah. uh, and the, that easy. No. If we go back to your coloring, um, how long the, how long do you work with a picture? How long time does it take for you to finish a picture? Well, like everyone else has said, it depends on what kind of picture it is and what kind of medium I I use and how much time I have but actually I I I tend not to clean or <laughs> do chores too much I prefer to to color because that makes me more happy uh, so yeah maybe maybe two days the fastest colorings but mostly maybe one week two weeks I have one coloring now I have worked with all of November, but then I have not colored on it every day because I have these different pictures. Uh, so maybe like f five days for one picture, if I just color on that one. Mm. That's quite fast. Yes, I think I'm quite Compared fast. Compared to me anyway. <laughs> yes. And uh, can you describe the feeling you have when you sit and color? I feel very calm and happy most of the time uh, it depends a bit uh, of how I felt before I started to color uh, but mostly it uh, makes me feel calm and happy well, I remember once you you said or you wrote that you were calm just picking up a pencil yes <laughs> when I have because I have colored so much and it has meant so much for me it has made me calmer when I have had anxiety and it has made me more happy when I have been sad or things like that and now when I pick up a pencil and just start to scratch over the paper it doesn't take long time before I I get feel this feeling of happiness or mm. calmness and what is it about the coloring you love so much? Is it like the colors or... I mean, I guess it's everything. I guess it must be the colors. Because black and white makes me depressed, sad. Uh, so filling in these black and white pages and bring colors to them makes me really happy so I guess it must be uh, that I'm quite affected by colors I remember my, one of my friends once said to me that our home was one of the most colorful she knew I don't think she meant it as a compliment because <laughs> in Sweden things should be white <laughs> and, and clean and it's not where in my home but yeah, I, I, I can't live with having a lot of white and black around me. I need colors. So I guess it's the coloring and also 
the hands uh, moving in over the paper is very calming and uh, the that you can focus on something without having to focus I don't know how to say but if you read a book you have to be really focused but when you're coloring you can focus but you can still talk to other people you can listen to stuff you can think mm. uh, it's not you need to concentrate but in another way so I think it's really calming that way and uh, uh, yeah and also I have always liked to be <laughs> creative I did scrapbooking for a time but I I was overwhelmed by all the materials you needed and yeah there were so many things you could do and I was never finished with anything but this is it's so organized with these lines and you just have to fill in and do magic within the lines I I think I that seems to suit me and makes me creative you're also a very curious person because you ask a lot of questions in the groups and want to know exactly how do you color gold and so you must get very creative questions in your head also while you're coloring yes i guess so i i think that coloring is so perfect because there is always something new to learn or there is always another coloring book you can choose if you get tired of one or there is always another medium if you get tired of one so there are so many things you can learn and uh, yeah it's it's never boring in that way so yes I have I have asked a lot a lot of questions I, I ask a lot of questions and I have felt so bad because I have not been so much at YouTube and I know you can learn very quickly and you can learn a lot on YouTube because there are so many great videos out there and so many good channels but I guess I have been learning more from watching other this staring technique again I have been watching people's pictures on Instagram and Facebook and asked a lot of questions in my podcast and in yeah in on Instagram and Facebook but you have so many followers on Instagram so you must get a lot of uh, comments and I mean it must be kind of hard to keep up answering or yes I think I have some posts that people have given lovely comments but I have not had time to answer them uh, which I feel a bit bad about but I try to answer everything uh, but uh, I also try to color a lot and uh, do other stuff no, I don't do other stuff. I just color. <laughs> <laughs> I think you and I are quite you and I are quite alike in 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 many ways, but I don't think we could live together because no one would do the cleaning. <laughs> no, no, that's true. I do the cleaning, but not very often when it's uh, absolutely necessary. How many coloring books do you have? I was thinking of counting them before our talk but I forgot to I have said lately that I have around 100 coloring books but I'm not sure maybe it's more maybe it's less because I sold some some I didn't yeah oh. some I didn't uh, use for a long time some old coloring books that I didn't like anymore mm. uh, 
and gave away but uh, yeah maybe maybe around 100 i think do you have any favorite things to cover to cover i i like flowers and leaves and mushrooms but just the hats and uh, mm, i like to color some cute animals but not too realistic and uh, i think fur is difficult and what's your favorite books do you have how many books are your favorites i think as i said in the beginning that seasons coloring book is my favorite if i had to choose one and that's because i like to color seasonal pictures but i i have other favorites too i think this world of flowers the johanna Besford new book is really really gorgeous and uh, i have two copies of it so i have started to color i have done the both uh, i always start a new book with the name page so i had done two name pages in world of flowers and uh, tell me about the second book <laughs> okay but we have to come back to my favorites because i have more uh, yeah i'm gonna t- yes i think some people already know about this i I love coffee and I I I think it's so super cozy to sit in color and have a cup of coffee close by so you can I can just have a sip and then color and take another sip until the coffee is cold and then I have to drink it all and it's not that taste anymore but still I was doing a flip through for my YouTube channel uh, when I got my UK version of World of Flowers that I had ordered and I had my coffee and I wanted to take a sip and because I'm kind of clumsy as also some people know I I dropped the cup and spilled coffee quite a lot of coffee uh, on the book on a on two pages so <laughs> it was terrible and I was cle- try to clean it up and most of it went away but it still got stains so i don't know how she does this but johanna basford see see everything that happened in the community but actually somehow she found out about this coffee accident and contacted me and uh, asked if uh, she want if she should send me a extra copy so she did that and that was mm. so nice so i have a, a yes. non coffee stained book now as well that's really really sweet of her you must have been so happy yes i was like screaming when the when the package came i was jumping upside down and said (laughs) it was (laughs) it was amazing (laughs) so yes so that's a favorite and i also like her uh, enchanted garden no enchanted enchanted forest Yes, it was a long time I, since I colored in it, but I think it's, I like all these leaves, these small leaves. Uh, and I also like Sagor and Sagner, Sagor och Sagner by Emily Lidhelöberg very much. Um, it has been my favorite for a long time. And uh, Botanicum, I really like Botanicum, Maria Trolle's last book. Yes. I was thinking that because that's very seasonal. Yes, yes. I realized that today when I was doing a, a snowy page that it's very seasonal and that suits me. 
Do you have any book that you colored most? That is Daydreams, because it's the oldest yeah. book. So, I mean, when I started to color, I colored quite quickly, uh, pressed hard and colored quickly, and uh, so I have colored a lot in that book. And no, I have another one. I have colored a lot in Johanna's Christmas because when I was sick, I was uh, home all day. And in November and December 2016, I colored in that book every day because I thought it was like my calendar. I thought uh, my first my plan was to color mm -hmm. one picture every day. But that I mean, the pictures are wow. too big. So it took me yeah. more than one day. It took me quite. That will be more stressful than. <laughs> yes, I know. So I, I, I quit that plan because it was too stressful. Uh, but I did color in it for two months. So I I have almost colored that. Finished that book. Not not quite. But yeah, those two books, I think I have color most in. And where do you find inspiration? Things I see around me and things I read and stuff like that. But a lot comes from children movies, children books. And what does the coloring community mean to you? The coloring community means a lot to me in so many ways. They are my friends. And I've gotten to know some people... Uh, in Sweden that has become my friends in real life too but also I have so many dear friends uh, around the world that I hope I will will meet someday in some big coloring book meetup mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, so far I just met them online but yes it's, it's my friends and I mean it's so super fantastic to share have people to sh that are as exactly as nerdy as yourself that you can sh share your happiness with when you are buying new stuff or uh, sharing your uh, disappointment when you are messing things up and uh, that understands you. And uh, yeah, it uh, means a lot to me. Is there any, any friends that you mean extra special for you that you have more contact with others? There are so many. I mean, everyone I have interviewed for my podcast feels like closer friends, than more close than before. And we, I mean, I don't have very, a lot of contact with them after, but some, and they feel close to me. And now with this patronship for my podcast, my 10 patrons, you and the, the other one, once feel very close and... Uh, and I have also, yeah, we, some people around the world that I have been more in contact with than others, of course. I guess that's the thing for everyone. But there are too many <laughs> to mention here. <laughs> and I would be so afraid of of uh, forget, forget, forgetting to mention someone. So, no, I can't do that. <laughs> do you have any other interests or hobbies? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm so. so don't have time for it. <laughs> no, I don't have time for it. Actually, that's that that's the truth. I mean, I I read a lot before in in life before I got sick, uh, but then coloring has just taken over, and I try to read a bit, and I do things with my family, of course, and work and do some 
I do some chores. I, I actually do some chores, but not too much. Uh, but no, I mean the coloring, the podcast, the streaming on YouTube, and sometimes I do blog posts. It takes a lot of time. It takes most of the time. So no, I don't have any other hobby right now. I do some jigsaw jig puzzles sometimes, but that was a long okay. time ago too. Maybe now before Christmas I will. I bought some Santa puzzle that I maybe will do. Is there equal love, loving for the coloring and the using Instagram, Facebook and doing the pod? Or do you prefer any of these? Of course, the coloring is most important. If I had to mm. stop doing all the other things, I would still coloring. Mm. But I, do, I actually don't think I would have light coloring as much if I didn't have found this community, first the Swedish and then the bigger outside mm. Sweden, because it has made it so much more fun and not so mm. lonely. And uh, I guess I could have been bored after a while otherwise, but now I am not. But so everything is fun. I mean, I love to do the podcast, but coloring is most important. Yeah. And do you have any favorite coloring tools? I don't know if it's tools, but I use the Polychromos Dark Indigo and Polychromos dark sepia a lot i think they are tools for me too because i shade a lot with them almost on every picture i use mm -hmm. them i use my sharpener quite a lot for a long time i didn't sharpen my pencils that much i was so afraid of not that it would be destroyed but that it would just vanish and go away and, and not be there anymore <laughs> be too short so <laughs> I was so, I don't know, I used them quite blunt for a long time. I, and maybe that has something to do with that it took so long time for me to learn how to use colored pencils. I'm not sure. But now I, I sharp them very, uh, very sharp. And uh, I also use my eraser quite a lot. Mostly my, my eraser with a battery in. But uh, any eraser, I use eraser a lot, and of course my water brush, I use that a lot. But do you erase to take away things you did wrong, or do you erase to get an effect? The first, <laughs> I'm I'm taking away <laughs> away mistakes. Uh, I have realized lately that I, of course, can use the the eraser to bring out highlights and things like that. So. I did my last picture, one of the name pages in one of the Well of Flowers copies. Uh, I erased, uh, I used soft pastels for the background and then I erased uh, some on it so it looked like snow flakes or white circles. And uh, that was May Brocks that taught me that uh, she was watching me doing it live and that's so super easy but I had not done it much before that mostly I just erase my mistakes and what are your best coloring tips 
Oh, I think people already know my best coloring tips. It's having fun. Uh, for me, that is the most important rule. Sometimes I color things that I don't think is super fun because, yeah, maybe I want to join a specific color along or there is a book that I haven't colored in for a long time and I feel like it needs some attention <laughs> or things like that. But most of the time, I think coloring is fun and I think that is maybe the only rule to have fun and that what that is to have fun I guess that's diff different between different persons uh, for me it has been fun to choose colors and to, to experiment and to uh, try to fix mistakes that challenge has uh, made it interesting and uh, fun for me and to try out different kind of mediums I think that I mean it's so it's very different to color with markers than it is to color with colored pencils or with soft pastels or watercolor pens Everything is different and it feels different and you need to use them in different ways. So there is so much out there. So if one thing doesn't work for you, maybe another will. So for me, testing out new things has been also one of the fun part. But for, I know some people, it is, for some people it is to learn and become better. And of course that is fun for me too, but it, uh, it has just happened around the way, along the way. <laughs> I think my colorings has become better maybe the last month, last six months. But it's just because I have colored a lot and I don't think they are super good. But uh, everyone will become better if they do it all the time. And I have done it all the time. But of course they can learn. You can learn a lot, lot more quick than me if you watch a lot of tutorials and things. But just keep it fun. That is my most important tips. I think your coloring is beautiful. Oh, thank you. Uh, and, uh, and so colorful and happy. And do you have any pictures that you're extra happy with? I, I think my favorite picture is one from Clara Markova's Tenderful Enchantments. I made a picture of oh jellyfish, I think the word is, some jellyfishes, and I made it just blue. The whole picture is in blue. I tried to do them translucent, uh, so I made the outline of the jellyfishes with uh, oil, white oil pastels. And then I colored with neo color, I think, something with water uh, in the back, the water and on the jellyfishes. And I really, really like that one. Why is it your favorite? I don't know. I have to go and look at it on Instagram. Uh, Yes. You have to share it when you share it. Okay, now, now, I, now I, when I see it, I know why I like it so much. I like it because it has my favorite colors in it. 
it's this Prussian mm-hmm. blue it's turquoise bubbles in the back and yeah I do like dots a lot so I have dots in the water and dots on the jellyfishes and it's it's a little mermaid sleeping on one of the jellyfishes legs and she is colored in golden yellow and the fishes is, is also are also golden yellow so it must be that it's my favorite colors Well, it's not so strange that you <laughs> really love it. No. That's why I love it, of course. <laughs> For everyone who's been listening to this interview, uh, Isabel was really nervous about this. So please give her some likes and write something to her. <laughs> and uh, all, most of all these questions are, are her own questions which you sent to me it was only the questions about the pod that I made up myself and some extra questions so, so credit to Isabel for the good questions and uh, yes we want to know what you think <laughs> thank you so much Matilda it was really it was embarrassing but after a while it was really fun to be interviewed thank you for coming up with this idea and doing this yeah I ha- and yeah. I, I'm, I'm very creative myself, so I like. Oh, of course, we should interview mm-hmm. you, and <laughs> I would. I like interviewing as well. So. <laughs> and uh, so, thank you for letting us to get to know you better mm. and letting me do this. Of course. Uh, yeah, but I'll ask all my all my questions, so you can say your goodbye yes. to everyone. So we'll wrap this up. Thank you, Matilda. <laughs> you did a great job, and uh, thank you all for listening. And in next episode, it will be uh, like normal again. I will <laughs> ask the questions and uh, no, not no, talking no. <laughs> about me so much. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Matilda. Thank you, Isabel. Goodbye. Bye.